Oh, I was going to see if you're going to grab the show, Matt. <laughs> What's Welcome that? to Layton's Loft. Yeah, I was waiting yeah, to well, see if you were going to grab the opening and grab the that's show. That's right. And, All right. Yeah. I got it. I got it right here. Okay. All right, everybody. Welcome to Layton's Loft. Uh, I, uh, I'm obviously not Layton. Layton will be on momentarily. I uh, hope everybody's having a fantastic Wednesday and a good week. Happy hump day. Uh, Lou, how is it going? It's going pretty good. Now Now that the Celtics are done, we have nothing to focus on but the Red Sox, which is a little trying. But Exactly, yeah. was yeah. Uh, Were you uh, kind of uh, upset last week when the, uh, the series came to an end? Well, no. I, actually, I was ready for it to be over. I'm not a big NBA guy. And, okay. and it, it was taking up the conversation for months at this point. And yeah. yeah. The team was very frustrating, so I was just kind of glad yeah. to get to bed. And then we turn around and we got to deal with Gronk. So, you know, it's just like the frustrations never end. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, Gronk. Uh, Gronk going back to retirement this time. What's up, Tamio? Uh, everybody else that's tuning in. What do you think um, the odds are Gronk stays retired? <laughs> you know, I, I could honestly say it's it's 50-50. I can honestly say that. Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking, too. I think he he doesn't want to go through another offseason, similar to uh, – who was it? Who was it? Brett Favre. What Brett Favre used to do. He'd, he'd retire, then he'd, he'd come back because he just didn't want to go through another offseason. Then he'd be like, you know what? I'll, I'll come back. Uh, do a couple uh, a lot workouts. of players don't want to go through the summer camp, right? I, yeah. I'll come back like a week. I'll come back a week before the season, or or mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And, and I'm work sure it you out. know, knowing Gronk, he uh, he loves to uh, you know party a little bit and uh, wants to <laughs> literally enjoy his off season stuff. Yep. yep. Very nice. How's things going in your sports world? Uh it's good. You know, the Mets. I'm a Mets fan. Yep. They uh, it's it's fantastic right now. I mean, they had a bad loss last night, but hey, I mean. As similar to the Yankees and other, you know, the top teams in the league. Uh, I would say when you when you lose once in a while, it doesn't matter because you're winning so much. Right. Um, so the losses hurt a little less than uh, they normally would. But uh, you know, obviously, foot on the pedal. I want I want them to keep going. Um, showing, knock on wood, no shine, no signs of weakness so far. But yep. I mean, being a Mets no. fan, I'm, I'm of course very wary. They're a good team, and they they appear to have it going. And, Tom, you're exactly right. This is the thing. If Brady says come back, he'll come back. But you would have had to have thought that all this time they'd have had a conversation at this point, and he'd have gone through Brady. And Brady had either signed off on the retirement or not, but uh, who who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brady could just be letting him, you know, be Gronk. Uh, Layton is ready to hop on, guys. It was fun talking even for just a couple minutes. So, uh, Lou, always a pleasure. uh, Always a pleasure, Matt. I'll see you soon. All right. Talk soon. Hey, what's up, Lou? How are you today? Hey, Leighton. How are things going? I'm sorry. We had to get the show started because after 10 minutes, we lose the slot. Yeah, no, I appreciate that you did. Welcome to Leighton's Loft, everybody. We Believe it or not, Lou, we were at our next to last episode before we moved to the new office. I know. I was talking with J5 before we went on here, and it's like, yeah, only one more Leighton's Loft in the 459, right? Yep. So uh, the schedule for the next two weeks, uh, or this week and next, is uh, Leighton's Loft today, Leighton's Loft next Wednesday. Um, we'll be resuming, I believe we'll be resuming trading card therapy tomorrow at 1230. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next week, you should absolutely make sure that you tune in. Hey, thanks, Jim. Um, you should absolutely tune in for our final additions in our old office, 459 Somerset Street, in Somerset, New Jersey, less than a mile from Rutgers College, where I proudly graduated in 2000. And I say <laughs> proudly because I really didn't think I was going to. Yeah, um, I enjoyed uh, everything else but school very much, um, meaning, you know, the camaraderie, the social aspect, 
uh, buying and selling baseball cards, even working at yep. Johnson and Johnson. I worked there as a financial analyst when I was in school. Um, all of that. I liked it much more than actually going to school itself. <laughs> um, but I also realized that without that degree and without that experience, it's not like as, as if I'm using a resume these days. Um, but without that experience and that accomplishment, yep. I'm not sure exactly how I would have moved forward from there. So I'm really grateful and thankful for uh, what this area has meant to me. And I'm going to miss it. Now, the grease trucks have been around for a long time. Um, and, you know, some of the other things really have changed here a lot. Um, but what's not changed is Rutgers College is full of bright young students that generally are not from wealthy families. Because they, yeah. they, if they were, most of the time they go out of state, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, we didn't always have the best sports teams. And for a while we had, like, we were just, we were a joke. You know, if I would talk <laughs> to friends that went to Penn State, yeah, um, you know, or, or any of the other big schools, uh, you know, you'd always hear about more, it sounded like more fun that they were having there. Um, but uh, I believe that Rutgers College taught me how to appreciate what you have, to look at the glasses half full. Um, and very pleased to, uh, you know, to be here, not just today, but over the next few weeks with our team, um, and moving to our new offices. And for those of you who don't know, we'll be in Milburn, New Jersey, uh, downtown, just about 50 feet up from the famous Milburn Deli. Um, Ooh, nice. and we should be there within a few weeks time. Um, but next week we are going to have very special, uh, shows as far as Layton's loft and train car therapy goes. And, uh, even though we won't be doing it in the next two weeks, Look for when we resume Layton's Loft at the new office, Lou. Yep. Uh, I've talked with Matt and the team. We're going to be resuming the participation promo during Layton's Loft when oh, we get nice. to the new office. We've not been able to do that now. We don't have the personnel. Yep. Um, but I know a lot of our audience really enjoyed that while we while we were doing that. Um, yep. You know, for a period. Of course, a lot of different changes happening in the world, COVID and other. Certainly, our businesses they sold the building, and you know we're moving. Um, so we're, uh, we're very excited. Um, there is a lot of work to be done, even though we've done a lot of work already, make no mistake, uh, that, um, we're not, we're not done yet. Yeah. But the rooms are empty. Are you seeing some changes? This is probably a better question next week, but uh, is sentiment sentimentality starting to creep in here a little bit? Oh, very much. So when I was just talking with Ken in my office and we were going over, uh, you know, some of let's say the next week's activities uh, and things that we had to do. Um, I can even feel it then. And I feel it now, you know, right in front of you. What's up, Daniel. Thanks for joining us. Um, so we're going to be getting back to more of a timely and regular schedule. And, you know, we'll talk more about this next week because I have some yep. things to share with everyone in the community. Um, but I'm going to be living a lot closer uh, to our new office. And, you know, for me as an owner and who has a seven-year-old and a lot of responsibility, both personally and professionally, yeah, it's been a struggle, you know, the last, I would say year in particular with being 45 minutes ish away in each direction, there's plenty of work for me to do at home, but obviously, you know, there's still being in person, uh, is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, still, you know, better and more advantageous to the company, you know, when I, when I can yep. be here. Plus that connection is important because this is a community and you're, you're sitting at the chair, the head chair of the community. And it's just good to be able to be more in close connection with vintage breaks and just collect in this whole community that's been built. 
Yep, you uh, you nailed it, Lou. Uh, so like I said, please make sure you tune in, not just tomorrow at 1230, but next week for our final editions of Leighton's Loft and Trading Card Therapy from our old offices. And we, of course, will welcome everyone to our new store uh, in downtown Milburn, Milburn, New Jersey, as soon as we're up and running. Um, this is the structure we're going to um, approach it with. We are going to open very soon because we'll be running vintage breaks out of there. However, for the Just Collect office slash Just Collect um, Vintage Breaks retail store, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's not going to be available to us in day one. Yep. So we'll be breaking on day one as Vintage Breaks from our new studio. We'll be working on uh, continuing to finalize the setup of our new retail store. Just Collect and Vintage Breaks will have offices behind the store. Um, however, we're thinking with the new store, we're going to have some sort of soft opening um, before, uh, excuse me. Um, uh, sorry, someone's texting me. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, let everyone know when we're going to have our soft opening. And um, that should be sometime before the national at the end of July. Uh, and then we're going to have a grand opening where we're going to invite, you know, lots of folks. Um, and of course, we'll try to get uh, the Chamber of Commerce and the town, you know, the community of Maple, excuse me, Maplewood, of Milburn mm-hmm. uh, involved, get as many kids there as possible. And um, very much looking forward to that grand opening. And we're going to do that sometime in early September. And the rationale and the reasoning is because a lot of kids are either going to be away at camp, meaning sleepaway camp during the summer, yep. or just on vacation and are going to regular camp uh, you know, with their families. So uh, that's the rough schedule uh, in terms of the opening of the actual new store in Melbourne, New Jersey. How long does it take you to get from there to Brooklyn, where my son has just moved? Recently? Sure. So I would say from Milburn to Brooklyn you know, no traffic, which is almost impossible. Yeah. But, you know, I would say probably an hour to an hour and 15 ish. Not bad. Yeah. But it could be as much as two and a half hours. I catch her on. Yep. Um, so, uh, nonetheless, um, we have, uh, a crazy couple weeks here, um, today for the show, which I know we have a little bit of time, um, left before uh, the team here goes live. Uh, we're going to give away a 2020-21 select basketball hanger box, and we're going to open it live on the show. Nice. So, Lou, what I'd like to do is instead of waiting till you know, the start of our Vintage Break stream, if you could ask – it doesn't have to be basketball. It could be any trivia question. But maybe in just a couple minutes, we could ask that trivia question. Whoever gets it first will win the box, and I'll, offer, I'll open it for them live right on our show. I've had one that I've had in my pocket for a while. I just got to find it. <laughs> Excellent. What's it's going a baseball on, Bobby? One, Thanks though. for joining us. What's up, Donald? Chris, appreciate you tuning in. It's a baseball one, though. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. You ready for it? Yeah, I would say let's give them a minute or two to, you know, get settled. Maybe yeah, get everybody, everybody who's watching on Vintage Breaks and on Vintage Breaks YouTube to participate in this contest, you have to go to the Layton's Law Facebook page and answer from there. So... We're only looking at comments from the Layton's Loft Facebook page. So if you're not over there, head on over. You can come back for the uh, for the break and in the, in the stream after the show. But if you want to participate in the giveaway, only with, we're only looking at comments from the Layton's Loft page. Yep. Uh, as far as the National Dentist, good question. Um, so Vintage Breaks and Just Collect will be set up at the National. Uh, we have a few booths for Vintage Breaks as we normally do. And then uh, Just Collect will also have, I think, a booth and a half or two booths on the main floor of the national um, we are taking a team of people and we have secured a um, call it a, a beach house, but it's really, it's inland. So we were able to save a few bucks, but instead of 
giving the hotels all of our hard-earned money. We figured out a way to save a few bucks as well as kind of have some fun, right? Everyone's going to be under the same roof. Um, and we're going to have a blast for a brigantine. Um, you know, we might do some breaks from the house. Uh, but we'll be set up as vintage breaks and just collect all week at the National uh, coming up the end of July from the 25th to the 31st in Atlantic City at the Convention Center. Oh, that'll be great. That'll be, we'll all look forward to that. Yeah, no, it's going to be a um, fantastic experience. And, you know, for those that are coming in that, you know, have the time to spend a few days, I can tell you that at the end of every National, I've never had enough time to comb every nook and cranny. And I do this professionally. Yep. So come down for a day, come down for half a day, come down for three days. You're going to not only be able to enjoy the national itself, but if you gamble, Atlantic City's right there. And if you don't, there's wonderful places to eat. But I'm going to give you the little, you know, the little nugget that um, everyone needs to know if you're coming in to the show and you want to know where to eat. Like anyone can tell you to go eat at the casino, right? Or anyone can tell you to eat right. at a famous restaurant in Caesars. That's pretty easy. But – if you know Atlantic City and you've been going there a long time, like myself, <laughs> you try to figure out, like, where's that nook and cranny that maybe not everyone knows? So the restaurant I'm going to recommend, this place used to be so, if you will, secretive <laughs> and difficult to get into that their phone number really wasn't online. Really? Um, and in recent years, uh, it's easier to get in because they, you know, you can Google their phone number, but they always fill up. And they're kind of, you know, they're not always picking up the phone. So it's not the easiest to make a reservation. They're not on open table. They're not on resi. Um, it is a place by the name of Chef Bola. Hmm. And it is a tremendous Italian restaurant that is not in a casino. Awesome. Looking forward to seeing the national, Nick. Um, hey, what's up, Earl? Thanks for tuning in from Earl's World of Collecting. It's my buddy. Um, we'll catch up hopefully later today or tomorrow, Earl. Um, so... Uh, that place in particular, you know, if you ate that quality of food in New York City, I've said this many times before uh, with friends, with family, you know, if you end up leaving there with a hundred dollar bill, you know, meaning to pay, yep. the meal probably should have cost you like two fifty in the city. That's yep. how good the food is. And as good as the regular food is, so it's Italian, but mm -hmm. you know, they, they have amazing like pistachio crusted cod. Like, I mean, just insane, oh, nice. insane menu, yep. but yet- Please, I implore you, um, make sure you save room for dessert <laughs> because the dessert is better than the meal and the meal itself is unbelievable. Okay. What's the preferred dessert? Are we talking canola, traditional or they have just- No, that's the thing stuff. is I can, I can literally close my eyes and hear them rattling it off. They have everything from banana cream pie mm. to key lime pie to every other type of like cake and pastry. And the place isn't that huge. So I don't like really get it. I almost feel like- they call somewhere else to get it. To, I yeah. don't. I don't quite know. Um, oh my God! They have this. I never had it before. There. They have a creme brulee pie. Oh. So I love creme brulee. They have a yep. creme brulee pie. It is off the hook. So do yourself a favor. If you're only going to come down for a day or two, try to book um, a night at Chevola. And even if they only have it late, or you got to eat at five o'clock. Do yourself a favor. Take the reservation. Dennis is asking what city it's in. It's in Atlantic City. And it's literally, you know, it's just off of the boardwalk. But I'm going to warn you ahead of time. If you don't know the area, you might think it's maybe not so nice around that area. Well, here's the thing. It's it's true. It's not that nice. Um, but you don't go walking around that area. You yeah. go and you either take an Uber there 
where you park in their parking lot and then you leave and then you go enjoy whatever other parts of Atlantic City that you'd like to enjoy. It's not far from the Trop, right? It's not far from a few other um, casinos, um, but it is absolutely worth the effort. And in fact, I just realized that when I leave here to go get Crosby uh, <laughs> later today, I'm going to call and just choose a random day that week and try to make a reservation for like six Try just so in. I can yeah. have something because I know if I wait, it might not even be possible now. Places is not that big. Um, yeah. How far in advance do they take reservations? Well, that's, I'm not sure. Yeah. So I don't know if I call today, will they actually take reservations for the last week of July? But I'm going to beg. And I actually <laughs> have in my notes, um, I don't know if I have the owner's name, but I definitely have, like, I don't know how we start talking about it, but you know, we talk about it cards with a lot of people. We started talking um, cards. And he, he gave me like some specific things. I think he liked Kobe. My point yeah. was, is that a lot of times when you go here, they'll ask you like, not like, have you ever been here before? And if you've never been there before, they're not saying they won't let you there, but they feel like they treat you a little bit different if you've been there before. Yeah. So I, I like to walk in there and, you know, remember the host name and at the very least know like he's a Kobe fan or he had a Kobe rook, whatever. I don't remember exactly, but I think it was Kobe. Um, and at the very least, even if I get like last shot at a good dessert, like I want that place yep. is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. See, those are the, those are the inside tips that you need because there are so many, you know, public type restaurants down in Atlantic city. You need the, in, you need the inside view on that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, Monty was just on Monty and I are going to connect. We're going to do a blog and, you know, we've done blogs before giving people tips for the national, for example, like, you know, wearing comfortable sneakers or buying new sneakers just for the national, like you're, Adidas, Ultra Zooms, whatever they call, which I have. I love them. Yep. Um, they generally serve me well. And for those of you who don't know at the National, other than the corporate area, it's generally concrete floors. Yeah. So, you know, even if you're trying to not walk a lot, if you want to enjoy the show, you have to walk. Um, and so you're bound to end up walking, whether it be a couple of miles or much more than that, to do yourself a favor, have comfortable shoes. Absolutely. Whether it be you like granola bars or, or any kinds of snack, Snacks, the convention center itself generally has very limited choices. So, you know, if you're trying especially to eat healthy, um, whether it be, you know, bananas or other kinds of fruit and granola bars, bring stuff to the show, put stuff in your hotel room. Because if you're buying a granola bar from Borgata and you're staying there, it's probably six bucks. Yeah, right. Well, for yeah. four bucks, you can buy a whole box of granola bars. Yep. Treat it like a movie. Bring your snacks in. <laughs> oh, I remember when I discovered that as a kid with my dad. <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, you can only have whatever gumdrops. But I'm like, Dad, I want gumdrops, gummy bears, and Swedish fish. He's like, well, they want $7 for the candy. I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. At the supermarket, Dad, I paid attention to the prices. It's only 4 bucks total for everything. <laughs> oh, I and turned my kids into smugglers. They, they knew the routine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think at a young age... Uh, hopefully the movie uh, police are not watching, but yes, I smuggled candy into the movies and I was very proud of it. You and 98% of the rest of us. Yes. And I'll tell you, it's, what do they say? That money one is twice as sweet as money earned. <laughs> so like when you're inside the movies and you're eating this candy that should have been $7, yeah. it not only tastes really good, but you're like, wow, I beat the system. Yep. I saved a lot of money. Yeah. And as a kid, that was a lot of money. It's still oh, a lot of money, listen, that was, I have as a no kid, doubt yeah. that, you know, at some point I started using my allowance to buy it. So, you know, I definitely was conscious of the cost. 
I was just talking about this this weekend as I'm planning to go out and see Maverick because I want to go see that in the theater. Oh, so do I. It's been a while since I've been in the theater and I'm going, what am I going to smuggle in? <laughs> Lou, let us know on the Facebook page. Maybe that's a good question to ask. Oh, What's great. your yeah. favorite candy to smuggle into a movie? Oh, you know what it is? My movie treat is Twizzlers, to be honest with you. I love Now, Twizzlers. will you eat Twizzlers outside the movies or specifically? Nope. You know? No. Nope. So I would say... My favorite candy to eat during a movie at the movie theater, Swedish Fish. But I love Swedish Fish of course, out yeah. of the movie as well. And to be honest, I haven't been eating any candy at all. But I would say if you, if you said, what's my favorite candy that I really only eat at the movie theater? I'd say it's like caramel popcorn. Okay. Because I don't ever buy caramel popcorn really ever. But that's tough to smuggle in. That's, that's Well, no, I don't smuggle it in. I buy it oh. at the movie. Oh, you buy it there. That's, yeah. I allow myself. It's a treat, yeah. little. And no, uh, you Mon can't really smuggle in like a bag of popcorn. It's not that easy. Monty snuck in a foot long from Subway. Good for him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Monty. No, he didn't. He, You took a sandwich into the movies? He's a foot long. And by Did the way, he says, he says he's eating Twizzlers right now. <laughs> well, that I believe. <laughs> yeah. But what I don't believe is you really, I mean, Monty, I love you. And I guess I wouldn't put it past you. But you really took a sandwich into the movie theaters? Let me ask, the, ask this, Monty. Did you do that? Before all of this, like, you know, you can eat dinner at the movie theaters or you did it like afterwards and now you just fit right in and like people just think you bought it from the movies. That's what I oh. want to know. Oh, no, he brought, he snuck it in. It's I'm pretty sure him. he did that like pre everything. And like, so, you know, you walk down the aisle, some guys got Twizzlers and the guys caramel popcorn and Sour Patch Kids. And like all of a sudden you hit row two, you're like, like that smells like oil and vinegar. Is that a candy? No, everybody's doing it. It's not like anybody's going to rat you out or anything. Yeah, but a sandwich is a new level. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I was God. Having, as I said, I was just having this conversation recently, and people were surprised that I snuck in, you know, when I was a kid, and I'll do it. I could do it now. A flask or nips, you know. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Well, this is like next level. So Chris is suggesting he's got an inside pocket large enough to fit a two liter bottle of soda. That's okay if it could fit it. Has anyone out there, Monty, yeah. tell me you have not done this also. Have you taken a two-liter bottle of soda? I can't even see on a straight face. Have you taken a two-liter bottle of soda into the movies, Monty or anyone else? How are you going to open that? Because it's going to go all over the place after you open it, after yeah, you've listen, walked in on your coat. At least it right? doesn't smell like oil and vinegar and onions. Tom is quoting Seinfeld, by the way. Junior oh, I see. Very Junior refreshing. Very refreshing, yeah. <laughs> Junior oh, Mints, man. that's a theater-only type of food, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I had a Junior Mints other than a movie theater. And I oh, haven't had and a they're great. in 26 years. Yeah. I love them. They're great, but th that's a movie theater type of thing. Bobby, M&M's, I love M&M's. So, yeah. Absolutely. I like frozen M&M's or cold M&M's. Yeah, Bobby says to go to the movies, they serve drinks and food. Those are the best thing. Well, so, now they do, yeah, but let yeah. Bobby, I know we're similar in age. They didn't do that forever. So, nope. you know, 10 years ago, whatever the number is, you were lucky to buy popcorn, Swedish fish and a water. Now I get it. You can order alcohol and they'll bring it to you and all sorts of stuff. So when I was just out of college and I'm dating a girl who was going to UNH at the time, this is early eighties now. And they had a place up there called the Franklin, which during the weekend was a, they had a stage and they had bands there. And it was a club and everything. And then during the week, they'd show movies. And they were the first I ever, that was the first I ever encountered serving food and drinks at a movie. And it was like the best thing. It's like just watching a movie with a good meal and a drink. That's great. I'm reading Chris's uh, comments. And then let's do the trivia question. Unscrew the cap on the two liter very slowly, Lou. 
Yep. Sit in the top row. The ushers are less likely to hurt us. <laughs> it sounds like you've done this, Chris. Listen, oh, yeah. he's, he's we want to. I think this is definitely what we got to do with the topic for the week. Let's have some fun. Let's ask our community on our Layton's Law Facebook page what is the most ridiculous thing that you brought to the movie theater? Yeah. And Monty sounds like he's had a freaking picnic there. The guy's taking a sandwich and chips and two liter bottles of soda. I don't know what's going on. Yep. <laughs> oh like my it. God. Chris, you're my hero. No more ushers now, Bobby says. That's true. No more. Oh, ushers. yeah. No, there's no ushers. Uh, Monty says straight up football roast beef in the pocket of my hoodie. <laughs> I haven't tried to tool it yet. That's so false. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, see, I hadn't thought of using the hoodie. That's a good one right there. Yeah, no, listen, we've all used the coat, but uh, Monty's next level, and apparently so is Chris. But no uh, one, so, even the people who work there aren't policing anything. They don't care whether you bring stuff in. <laughs> no, but it, listen, you have to admit, Lou, even though a two-liter bottle of soda is next level, yep. if I walk into a movie theater and I'm smelling oil and vinegar and onions, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this place? <laughs> like, either A, I'm buying a sub, or get that nasty, smelly thing out of here, yeah. Monty. I don't want to smell oil and vinegar and onions when I'm watching a movie. Um, all right, so if you've seen Top Gun, let us know. I know Lou and I want to see it. I've not had yep. a chance. Lou, we're about to open this and give Maybe, it away, uh, please. Might so, be Friday night for me. I might be doing it Friday night, actually. That's fun. Schedule opening. All right, so the trivia question for today, and there are four answers to this question. We're looking for only one, and I'm going to di I'm going to disqualify A-Rod because A-Rod's the low-hanging fruit on this one. Okay. Four players have hit homers in the major leagues as both a teenager and in their 40s. Four players have hit a home run in the major leagues as a teenager and in their 40s. Alex Rodriguez is one of them. I'm discounting that one. There are three others. First one, and again, on my feed is the final word. It's going to show up differently on different feeds because we're doing a lot and of And they only uh, have to name one. Only have to name one of the remaining three who have hit a home run in the major leagues as a teenager. And, well, oh, Daniel took three. Three guesses there. I, I wrote down my guess. Okay. Nothing yet. Okay. Nope. I think Griffey was a good guess. Griffey is a good guess, but nope, didn't do it. I don't know that mine's a good guess. I just know he played into his 40s and he hit a bunch of home runs. So I'm hoping there we go. Bobby Burrell, Ty Cobb was one of the other three that have wow. hit as a rookie. I mean, as a teenager and as and over 40 years old. And the four are Alex Rodriguez that I mentioned, Ty Cobb, Rusty Staub, and Gary Sheffield. Wow, I wasn't even close. I said Hank Aaron. Bobby Burrell had Ty Cobb. I just want to double check the answers here, see if anyone, because there were a lot of stuff going on here. Nope, I think it's uh, it's Bobby. Congratulations, Bobby. Bobby, congratulations, Bud. He's my friend north of the border. Hope to see you at the fall Toronto show. Oh, Brandon, Bobby, I'm uh, yeah. Tagging this, and we're gonna open this for you and see if we can make some magic happen. He says my answer for everything is Ty Cobb. It kind of works in a lot of instances. Uh, how do I Let's see? Great. I just wanted everyone to be able to see it, Lou. Yep. Let me get that up. Congrats, Bobby. Good luck. All right, what are we looking for in this pack? 
So this is Lonzo, Lonzo Ball's rookie year. Okay. Yep. So you're looking for all the rookies from that class um, and inserts. Oh, there we go. James Wiseman from Golden State. Mm -hmm. So we'll sleeve that up. Hi, Jim. Jokic, D. Rose, Kira Lewis, Duncan Robinson. So Cole Anthony. That's pretty cool. These are nice looking cards. Yeah, funny. I usually like the uniformity, but they seem it seems kind of repetitive in that set, though. Yeah, I like the cult like the other colors. Yep. Uh, of the cards. So let's see who else we got here. Hey Donald, how are you? Ramsey, Eric Pascal. Oh, this is nice. Patrick Williams. Um, there you go. There's a mix up. Yep. Yeah, this is a nice card. Very nice. Sadiq Bay. Are those the cards, the sets that are going to be broken up on the, the next break coming up here at the end of the Leighton's Loft? I see a full desk. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. It seems like a lot of action. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul. We got a silver of Miles Turner, Jamal Murray, and Terry Rogier. So we at least got a nice handful of rookies for you. And I'm going to run through them um, right now, Bobby. And Cole Anthony. Congratulations again to Bobby. Thank you to each and one, every one of you for tuning in to Layton's Loft today. Remember, next week is a big week. It'll be our final episodes of Layton's Loft and resuming trading card therapy uh, next Wednesday and Thursday. And we got a big week ahead of us. All right. Looking forward to next week's show. The last one in this place. This will be good, but it's a big show. Everybody show up next week. Yeah, we've been here for, I mean, I have to look at the numbers, 12-ish years, 15 years. I mean, we've been here a long time. Yeah. And it's going to get more sentimental as you go. Oh, I have no doubt. As the halls get empty and the walls get bare. I did a double take. I go into J5's office and my buddy Joe's in today helping us. And I'm like, I'm, ta I'm talking to him. Do I hear an echo? Yeah. The place <laughs> hasn't been this empty and so I haven't heard an echo in forever. I know, right? All right. Good Thanks, luck everybody. With the, good luck with the move. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Luke.